Body image is a complex and multifaceted construct in which attention is given to how the body looks in terms of shape and weight. Because body shape and weight are considered to be under the control of the individual, they are generally seen as his or her responsibility. And while many studies have found the majority of the population are unhappy about their body image at some time, recently the focus has moved from a general and temporary dissatisfaction with how we look to the more serious aspect of how our body image can influence our ongoing mental health. Although body image concerns are not a mental health condition in themselves, they can be a risk factor for mental health problems such as poor quality of life, psychological distress, unhealthy behaviors, including eating disorders. For men, the ideal is characterized by a muscular, V-shaped body, flat stomach, and narrow hips. And these idealized standards of beauty have become the norm to which many of us compare ourselves, yet remain unattainable for the vast majority. Today's episode is about our relationship with our bodies and how that can translate into our mental health. Today, we are diving into the beach bod business, otherwise known as working out for those aesthetically appealing body parts. Are we doing these things for ourselves to be the best version of ourselves? Or are we doing it for others to be recognized as that sexy desired option to whomever we are attempting to appeal? Possibly it's a combination of both. I don't know. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Man Over Matter podcast, where we're looking to create a platform for men's mental health as we look to challenge social stigmas and reshape society's views on what it means to be a man. I'm your host, as per usual, Fabian Stefan Warner, joined by my partner and co-founder of Men's League, Mr. Derek Russell Hill. Bro, talk to me. What is up? What is up, man? Uh, as we were just saying there, I'm excited about this one. This That intro was fire, and it got me ready to go. I like that, man. I like that. So, you know, it's honestly, it's always a pleasure to have a conversation with you, whether it's on air or off the air. And today we're discussing the importance of physical health, the effects it can have on our overall mental. Uh, we're just sharing stories. And as per usual, when it's just Derek and I, or when we have guests on here, we're just hoping that if anyone out there is going through something similar, they can learn or avoid some of some of the similar situations. So, you know, with that, let's get into it. Uh, talk to me about the beach bod business, bro. I'm talking about those aesthetically pleasing body parts that we spend so much time in the gym crafting. All right, bro. Here we go. We're going to jump into this. I, I always like to start with origins. So maybe tell us a little bit about your fitness journey your life, you know, how does that, how does that link to your mental health? How did Derek get from the beginning stages to kind of where you are right now? Damn. Uh, okay. Well, I, I I'm going to, I'm probably going to say wait a lot this episode because I, that's how I correlate it, but I know it's beyond that. There's other factors here with physical health, but you'll hear through my story that it's weight has a big factor in my overall physical health. Um, up to high school, I was good to go. I was an athlete. I was running around like crazy, snowboarding, hockey, football, you name it. I was active. Um, high school kind of stopped doing a lot of that uh, for multiple reasons. Um, started partying more, started, you know, chasing girls, started, you know, just 
became a kind of a different person and kind of lost my way from the athletic sense and wasn't really properly trained or I didn't understand anything about physical health and how to maintain it properly because I never had to worry about it. Um, met a girl in university and started packing on the weight, man. Started packing on the weight. Wasn't taking care of my body. I was in the gym um, on and off. I remember there's a couple of good buddies that I still have today that we worked out at Mount Royal and University of Calgary. Um, but again, it was it was hit or miss. And then graduated university and got married and started working in the field. And that's where I ballooned up. And I was about 250 pounds. I was not healthy. I was not eating healthy. I was not sleeping well. I wasn't exercising. And it was a struggle. I, my, like I said, my weight blew up. And uh, then I blew out my right ACL. Um, jumping back into playing football because, you know, you're an athlete. You think you can – it's like riding a bike till you blow your leg out. And then it's not like riding a bike. It's the worst experience of all time. So uh, at that point, that was a big wake-up call for me um, in my life. I'd be, and realizing that the body can't hand, – like the body is wearing down even though it doesn't seem like it. The body is wearing down from this extra, from this lack of exercise, this lack of maintenance, this lack of care, and this, and as a result, that extra weight. And so, I think that to me was the first kind of wake up call. And as as an adult, that it was something that I needed to take care of because the repercussions of that knee injury were were massive and almost cost me my life. Um, so it was a uh, it was a big it was a big moment for me. Jeez, Louise, yeah. 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 You know, you know, it's, it's crazy. Like when we're talking history speaking, we, we obviously have such a similar history, but also completely different. And I think we all use weight in a specific term. Yours was kind of talking about having too much weight wanting to shed and mine would be the complete reverse and being skinny and wanting to add mass, you know? So I, I very similar to you, man, athlete my whole life it's literally all i knew i was playing sports from the, the the time i was like six years old until i was like 28 so all i knew was practicing every day after school running all the time and i generally did pretty well sports like i got to play college sports um loved explosion and moving quickly like that was like my thing and it and very similar to you it wasn't you just you don't realize what you don't know and like i didn't understand a, a body breaking down in your mind you move a certain way and you're continuously raising that bar raising that bar as you're growing older like when you're eight compared to when you're 12 the amount you can do just more stuff and then you get to that point where you kind of plateau and your mind knows you can do certain things and you're mature enough to understand that. But then as your body starts to deteriorate, your mind still thinks you can move the way you did. And for me, it was, it was taking two years off uh, in between when I was probably at my best as an athlete and then coming back to represent a college in Canada and, and play at nationals. I, that was two years off partying, chasing girls, living that fast life completely did me no no justice in terms of the athletic department but my mind still thought i could i could move and then similar to you because i thought i could move in the ways i used to i ended up tearing a hernia having an awful season and as we talked about a little bit off air I, the explosion just never really came back you know I, I couldn't challenge people at the rim in basketball i couldn't get off the ground the way i used to um, and it's, and it, and it, and very similar to you as well. It's not just the physical, what a, what a mental strain that is to go from an identity of being an athlete 
thinking that's what you are, who you are for your whole life. And then all of a sudden realizing, you know what, maybe I'm not, you know, like that was fun. And it was a huge part of my life. But then you, you really get to a point where you're like, wow, I'm not that athletic anymore. I'm not what I used to be. So very challenging from a mental perspective as well. So appreciate you sharing that, man. Uh, in terms of the journey though, yeah. what about where, where are you now? And how did you decide to get there? So I guess as a result of that awakening that I had, right, it, it fitness became and physical health became a big part of my life. Um, and so I tore the right knee, then I rehabbed for a year and a half, uh, amongst other things with, with my health, battled with my health. And then, and then I blew my left knee, literally the first game of squash I played Mount Royal main court, Keith Herberta. We're out there playing again. First game, I shit you not, boom, left ACL goes. Jesus. <laughs> wow. So mad, man. So fucking mad. It was insane. So anyways, at the, again, at that point, another awakening of like, okay, I didn't get surgery right away because of the complications I had with the first surgery. But um, at that point, the doctor was like, okay, we're going to avoid surgery for you, but you need to take care of your health. Like you need to have strong legs because your knee will literally give out. And so I went on a journey at that point of like consistency, going to the gym. I got the job at Husky, um, maybe about a year after that. And, um, I was at the gym and I was focused on it and it became, so that became a, that, that window of time really changed my perspective on the importance of, of physical health. And um, so since then, I guess, uh, to answer your question about my journey and where I'm at now, it's been ebbs and flows, man. It has been ebbs and flows. Let's think about this. Maybe probably the last, I would say, eight years. Eight years I've been going up and down, up and down. And I have a body type that that will hold weight if you let it, and it will shred weight quickly if, if, you, if you let it. And so the, I've got that kind of that metabolism, that build that, that allows me to, to do that. And that there's pros and cons to each. But um, as a result of that, it's been a journey of up and down, gain, you know, losing 30 pounds, gaining 15, losing 10 more pounds, gaining 20, losing five pounds, gaining 30, losing 50. Like it's, you know, it's been this journey of like trying to find that happy medium with my body and with my physical health. Um, I turned 35 last November and I set a goal for myself to be in the best shape of my life. And I successfully accomplished that goal. Um, went, you, to my, bro. went to my gym, took my shirt off, ran on the treadmill. And that was, I don't know. I'm not that guy. I don't take like, you know, I'm not really a showman. I'm not really out there like that. But for me, that was, that was such a powerful moment for me. And I was on the treadmill in the corner. There, I, I didn't tell anybody what I, it was just that moment was for me. And it was, it was special, man. It was literally on my 35th birthday and I felt fantastic. My knees were in great shape. My back was solid. You know, I, I looked good. I felt great. I was sleeping good. My nutrition is, is dialed in and it was a really, really great place. And then bam, two weeks later, gym's closed. I go on a vacation. I enjoy Christmas with my family, New Year's and gyms don't open. Gyms don't open. Gyms don't open. And I've just come out of a seven month to the day of not being in a routine physically and not exercising and taking care of myself. 
And it was a, it was a very big struggle. We're about four weeks into it now where I'm back and, and exercising and gyms are open and everything's great. But I'm starting to realize that that effect on my mental health and my, my self-esteem, my confidence, the way I carried myself, the way I looked at myself was a much, much bigger impact than I thought it was. Oh, yeah. 100%. And again, we, we mirror each other quite closely. Uh, just different timing, really, our lives, just different timing. Like, I was in denial, I think, for a long time, going and playing basketball once a week, once every three weeks, once a month. And I was starting to break down playing football outside, playing flag football. You know, you're playing with some ex-CFL guys. It's just the way you're moving doesn't feel as good. You're always constantly dinged up. And to the point where, I mean, it all accumulated right before we kind of created men's league when I, when I went to my last ever basketball game that I played in and I, I reached up to get a rebound back completely seized up and gone on me. Um, and when you, what, what I find very interesting about humans is that we need sometimes to experience something before we actually change. And I think that's a big thing of what we're trying to get with men's league. I don't want everyone. I don't want my nephew to have to go through something like that before they start taking their physical health seriously. But again, in, in my state, I, I had to do that. It humbled me, brought me to the point where now I've realized how important my core strength is. Uh, I'm a long, tall guy. Uh, the world and the chairs we live in, the couches we sit on, they're not meant for me. Um, and I need to have a strong core. And it was, it's affecting my life now, not even just you know bugging you when you play sports. It's right. now bled into like my daily life. So I'm doing three core a day now, and wow. it's the best I've ever felt yeah. by far. And what I would encourage every man to do, any person, even every woman, any person listening to this, do core. Core is yeah. everything, in my opinion. Talk about a crystal ball, hey? Like, talk about a crystal up, ball. Man. Like, good God. The, the, the lack of core that we do and, the, like, how important it is is such a gap. It's insane. Oh, dude, eight minutes a day, eight to 10 minutes a day, max per like per time you do it. So it literally takes me 30 minutes, maybe a little less to do three rounds of it. And the change is astronomical. I can't tell you the level of relief. Like I dreaded going anywhere, like to a restaurant, sitting in a booth of a, of a restaurant. I knew I was going to be absolutely fucked yeah. after that. And I like, you shouldn't have to live. You shouldn't have to live that way. And again, for those who aren't experiencing this right now, at some stage, <laughs> as we get older, you're going to start to feel something. And I'm telling you right now, get on the core early. It'll change. It'll change your life. It'll change your life. And and like we're not talking about like like you. I think you hit a home run there when you're talking about how it just doesn't affect you with sports. But it's not. It's it's case. It's it's it affects you with sports. It affects, but it also affects your like. Your ability to work, your ability, your your ability to stand, to sit, to sleep. Like you get some of these injuries, and you get this 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 like the things that can happen as a result of a weak core can really fuck your life up, like big time. Yeah. So I want to transition this a little bit. Uh, I want you to talk to me about the beach bod business, the triple Bs. Uh, you know. Generally speaking, you know, a lot of people work out to get that specific body type, you know, to be attractive to whoever they're looking to impress or whoever they're looking to 
reach a level of relationship with. When you go to the gym, I know we just talked about you and I obviously have these personal athletic, you know, bodies are breaking down stories, which is obviously a big motivator. But do you think a lot of it still has to do with the beach bod business? Are you, are you in there pumping to look good to attract a partner? Yes. And I, you know what? I, I, yes, I, I'm not going to sit here and try and tell you otherwise. I'm not going to tell you it's the only reason, but there is that. Literally, I have joked with exes and it's been like, oh, here comes a six pack. Like, it's like you go through a breakup and you just, for me personally, I'm only talking about myself. It, for whatever reason, it's like you, you, you experience that and then it's like game on and give a guy two or three months and he looks like a different person. And for me, that is a big part of, of confidence. And, and, and I'm not saying like you know, I'm going to have like a ripping six pack, but there is a correlation, I think, between exercising, feeling good about yourself, having the confidence and doing it to meet other people and to, to explore, you know, to, to present your best self. And yep. So it, for, for people, yes, there are external factors for me. I, I'm not going to say otherwise. At what that ratio is, I'm not, I'm not sure. Maybe we could talk to somebody that's a little more pro in that area. But I will say this, that my experience is my injuries, my near-death experience, my depression, my mental health struggles motivate me to do it internally as well. And even just the last seven months have proven me that because literally I was not the same guy, man. I was not the same guy. And that right there, that window of time that we've just experienced shows me that there is a, a significant chunk of what motivates me is internally, is for myself because I lived, I just lived through those tough times where I was not happy with my body. I was not taking care of my physical health. And it was, it was a, it was a factor, man. It was a definite factor. Do, do you think there's a tie between the consistency and what you're doing it for? Or maybe people can stay with the external factors and still be as consistent. Like when I look at myself, agreed hundred percent. I'd be a liar if I sat here and said, I didn't do it for my partner, do it for who I'm dating or do it for when I'm single to look better to the opposite sex or whoever you're interested at the time. But like the consistency I don't, I'm not consistent when it was for other people. I find that now that I've realized I can't live, like I can't enjoy sitting on the couch watching a, a show unless I, my core is right. So it's like now it's at a point where there's just no option. But you're right, like one of the biggest factors for me is like my whole life when I was younger, it's like I was always the skinny, like some of my high school buddies used to call me the stick or stick because I was just a skinny guy. And it's like, you don't think those things bug you, but then for a long time, it just builds and builds and builds. Like I didn't want to take my shirt off when I went to a beach. My, my parents would be like, We'd be, I wouldn't even be with anyone. I'd be with my parents. They'd be like, are you going to take your t-shirt off? I'd be like, uh, no. <laughs> you know, so it's like, and until I started like putting on a little bit of weight, now like working out, now now I have no qualms about it. And not that I think I'm like the most ripped guy, but I'm I'm getting to a place where I like what I see in the mirror. And and you don't just do that for yourself. Like obviously, I'm st I'm concerned about how I look to others in, to a certain degree, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, the consistency thing is interesting. I mean, it's and and when you tie it with external and internal factors. Um, 
I mean, external factors to me, and maybe there's more, but to me, it just screams partnership, relationship, whatever your situation is, right? Like, who are you trying to, if it, if it is an external factor, who are you trying to be in shape for, right? And you'll often hear stories about people in relationships that, you know, let themselves go, you know? And there's a, there's a lot of that. And I've experienced that myself. And it's, it's tough um, because I think there's a lot of factors that go into why people end up putting on weight whether, when they're in a relationship. But um, especially at our age with kids and, you know, other priorities and everything else, right? Like, I mean, I've always been a, a huge proponent in saying, like, there's only 24 hours in a day. You have to be able to do – your priorities will change. And taking care of yourself physically – when you have a family, when you have a job, when you have a relationship, when you have, it, it slides down that list, unfortunately. Um, Which is interesting though, because if you think about it, we get on an airplane, what's the first thing they tell you? Take care of your they own They say, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. Because we, you're right, the priorities shift, but not neglecting your priority. And the reason I bring that up is because I had that aha moment when my back gave out and I, I realized I'm not gonna be able to throw my nieces and nephews up in the air. I don't even have my own kids yet. <laughs> I'm yeah. already losing the ability to toss like, you know what I mean? So it's like, I agree with you that it naturally does slide down there, but like, that's what we need to change. Cause you're not going to be able to show up for your family, for your partner, for your kids. If you let your personal health deteriorate, like you might be able to sustain it for a certain period of time, but eventually it's going to affect how you show up for others. And that's why I love this conversation. It's because, okay, then tell me this, and this is, this is off topic, but tell me this, what are you going to replace? Like, what what are you going to put your physical health in? You're going to slot that into a must-have. What are you going to take out of that spot? Because is it career? Is it friends? Is it side hustles? Is it your pickup game? Whatever, like you know, poker night. What something has to give, right? And that's that's why I love that conversation of like talking to people that are very busy. Yeah, but I, I mean, my my only counter to that, Derek, is. Does it have to? Yes, it does. Well, but I think I think that's because we're in, if we go into it with an all-in or all-out mentality, why can't we just introduce 30 minutes? Sure. Like, it doesn't have to be an hour, two hours at the gym. But I know. But what, what would you normally do in that 30 minutes? Is it answer those three extra emails? Is it go for a walk with your buddy and get a coffee? Is it take that take that long lunch there's got to be something that when you take for yourself you sacrifice others and I okay that's fair but but that would only make sense if every minute of your day is actually allocated and i would argue that the majority of people are not allocated 24/7 7 days a week like you you know what i'm saying like maybe you start off with 3 days a week 30 minutes a day yeah. all i'm saying is like i don't think everyone's day is allotted max complete full to the full you're telling me that there, there is no, I mean, like, obviously talk, talk to a guy with three kids and a job and a wife. That's true. That's true. So I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I don't have more than an hour a day, but okay. So you're just going to, all right, maintain that lifestyle in 10 years as your physical continues to decline. And then you're going to wonder how am I supposed to do this? And what's going to happen is until you hurt yourself to a necessity, see that that's the thing is, is priorities and is all about perspective. I didn't prioritize the core until I couldn't lift my nieces and nephews and I couldn't bend down. And I couldn't sit and watch TV. 
at that time, I didn't have time to do it. We have, I have a day job. We're starting this business. We've got friends. You, you've got family. Like, not to say that I'm rammed with my entirety of my day, but at the same time is everything is, what happens if you, what happens if you break your leg? Yeah, man. All of a sudden, what you were doing in that daytime, because you can't do what you were doing, you're going to make adjustments because it's now it's become a necessity. We're human beings are the kings and queens of making up excuses and telling ourselves we can't do something. You know what I mean? I, and I'm I'm no different. I'm the king of King X. One of my buddies used to call me King X. I had an excuse for everything, and I'm not proud about that and at the same time i think that's another reason why men's league fires me up so much it's because i want to get one percent better you know one percent better each day uh, if we can just do one percent better then that's all that matters like it, you add that up over a year you add that up over a few years man what a difference that makes so i guess to, to kind of steer this and, and to wrap it slowly is is what would you say to a young 22 year old derek I love going back and having those conversations with the young version about your health, physical health, beach bod business. Uh, yeah. Answer that one first and then we'll, we'll move on. Hmm. I think that right now at 22 years old, you, you, you know, you're not worried about anything. You're, you're, you're limber, you're fresh, you're fast still, you're, you're young, your body's still growing even in some cases. Um, but think about the long game. You're going to get injured a little bit more. Your body doesn't rebound as much, right? So you're, you're at 22, you're kind of almost there. And just be ready for that and, and try and get ahead of it. I mean, because it's it is if you're doing the right things, you can live a very healthy life, lifestyle, physically speaking. Yeah, that's dope. I, I, for me, it's a, it's a very similar, very similar. You're, I mean, when you, if you're 30, like you're my age, 36 now, and you're looking at your nieces and nephews running around like crazy all night, five hours, no, not tired at all. Let's go again, again, again. And I'm like, man, if we could bottle this up and sell it, millionaires, done. But then, then you think back to 22-year-old Fabian, man, I could move. You know, like that was what I did well was move for a guy 6'6". Six, six, I was lean. I moved really well. I would tell him, bro, <laughs> this is not youth juice that you're on. You need to start right now because you're not going to be playing college basketball your whole life. You know, you don't realize how much those practices every day and running and moving every day gives you an added benefit. And the second thing I would tell him for sure is what you've done your whole life is linked to your mental health. All that running around and releasing that stress. Right. People used to say when you play sports, when you step on those lines, nothing else matters. You leave your problems outside the court. It's you and your family doing work and trying to get better. And it's so accurate. You could be going through the most stressful breakup, whatever it is, and you go play sports at a high level and you sweat it out and you will feel better. And, 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 and that's not something that should be taken for granted. And I think a lot of college athletes, a lot of young men, a lot of young people all together take that for granted and that's what i would say is is figure that out at a young age and you'll be so far ahead down the line mm -hmm. um last last question i'll ask before we get to a quick speed round here is why do you think men aren't addressing this the men who aren't addressing physical health i mean we already talked about time and being a parent and having all these things but what other reasons do you think are maybe holding men back from reaching their their the physical stature they want to be at I think it's a very simple answer. And I think it's an answer that we've talked about in all of our pillars. Ignorance. 
I think it's ignorance. I think they don't, they don't, if you're not an athlete, if you're not like, think about in high school phys ed class, what do like, what are you doing out there? Like they're not treat, they're not teaching you necessarily how to take care of your body properly. Right. Unless you're an athlete or you're going through a program or, you know, like they show you how to work out and how to get strong. And, and maybe the programs are different now since I've been in, involved in a community type program. But, um, I, again, I think like we talked about with finance and I think like we talked about with relationships, taking care of your physical health, you need to have a base knowledge of what that looks like. And that's the importance of nutrition, the importance of lifting weights and strengthening your body, you know, like strength training, the importance of mobility, the importance of a strong core, like these things are important. They're identified, they're confirmed. It's not, it's not, we're not, you know, on the latest fab here these things will make a difference and i just don't think young men or men of any age really that don't do it i think it's because they don't know how that's dope i like that you know, you know mine's kind of similar i mean for me i, I think complacency is, is a killer it's yeah, just a killer true. And it, it's not um, similar to all our pillars. They're all intertwined. I, like I think of relationships as the big one with complacency. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you want that person so bad. You work so hard to get them. And then once you get them and everyone relaxes and you're complacent because you've already gotten them, we don't have to try as hard. We don't have to do these things because we've already, you know, it's the same with physical health. Like a lot of the time we take walking around for granted. Until you injure a part of your body and you can't use it as you used to, we take it for granted because it's there all the time. Like there's that saying, like if you lose one of your toes, you are not able to walk because you don't realize how much stability that one piece of your body part actually has such a huge impact on everything. And as soon as you get injuries, you hurt your back and all of a sudden you're literally immobile on the ground. Your legs aren't broke. Why can't you move around? You know, I mean, it's we don't realize all the interconnected pieces of things. Uh, it's just it's the same way as we. I mean, you and I, we live in Canada. We take running water for granted, like clean yeah. water to drink out of a tap. Like this, just I don't know if it's a human being thing that's just inherently built. What we're used to and the norm and what we're brought up around and the surroundings has such an impact on what we believe to be true. And I, I think that's the biggest thing. But you know. Is that time? No, it's quick it's bonus not that round time. here. No, it's not that time. <laughs> not that time. You see me like, get out. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm out. you I'm tried out. to get away there. Good try. I have a question for you. Um, oh, okay. I, can you share a time where your like your mental health? You do have you re, have you gone through that? Have you gone through a time where because of your physical limitations, you've you've noticed a change in your mental health, and can you kind of share that story of what it? maybe felt like or what it looked like oh 100 percent. i think i kind of touched on both already but short short one would be when i was in high school not wanting to be able to take not feeling comfortable taking my shirt off i didn't want to go to swimming lessons or swimming classes in ice because i didn't want to take my shirt off around people mm. and at the time i didn't realize that was affecting my mental health but thinking back now 100 percent but the most recent example for me, and it's the easiest one to point back, is again, you go through, I went through that divorce about two and a half, three years ago now. I had declined probably the farthest I ever have from being an athlete because I hadn't done anything. I went and hurt my back, and the last time I've ever played basketball, again, was like, now it's been like two years since I played. And 
I'm lying on the ground in my condo. I can't even go into work. I, I could barely get into an Uber to get to the appointments to fix my back. And again, I remember thinking, I'm not going to be able to play with my nieces and nephews if I keep going down this route. And I want my own kids. I'm not going to be able to play with my own kid. Okay. And that was a very hard and how did you think feel about. in that moment, like in that week? Like, I, I understand it was a message for you and it motivated you. But awful. Absolutely like, awful. Like awful. mentally? I, I was, I kept, sad? yes, like depressed. Like I, I was depressed because I was literally thinking, this is your life now. Like you're out of shape. You used to play sports. You can't play any sports anymore. You can't even pick up anything. You're 35 at the 34, 35 at the time. Like what the hell are you doing with your life? Like this is embarrassing. It's absolutely embarrassing, and yeah, I've I've never I've I've never been in the pits. That was probably one of the top four times I've probably been the most depressed. Uh, the second time would have probably been this last New Year's. But again, we're getting a little bit off a top topic. But again, in the condo alone, New Year's. That's when you start to it starts to digest what you really have, you know. And I have a great friend group, awesome. But a lot of people they have their families. They've got you know, they've got their own kids, they've got their significant other, and you're kind of sitting there in these moments alone, just soaking it in thinking, huh, this is what it's come to, you know? Uh, so definitely. What did that depression feel like? Like, what did it look like to you? Like, for me, I know when I get down and out of the gym, and I'm not being physically active, I eat more. And I'm, you know, I don't sleep as well and I'm kind of lethargic and I, I honestly have less energy, right? Because I'm not being active. And I, I wonder if it's the same thing for you or does it look, does it look or feel different? No, hundred percent. I think I, I've always had a, a, a tough enough time sleeping as is, but again, all of these issues that I've experienced all started to really rise after I stopped playing sports. You know what I mean? Like, I never used to have issues sleeping when I was younger. Now, all of a sudden, I can't sleep. Uh, I never used to have issues with my back. All of a sudden, I have all these back issues. Like, it's, it's entirely linked to when I'm physically active and when I'm moving and running and sweating out that excess stress. So, for me, it felt very similar to you in terms of, like, physical things that started happening to me. But it just feels, felt to me like a big weight of... You're in this mud pit, like a like a you're in a sand trap, and I'm just not going anywhere other than slowly going down. If that makes sense, or or to the not, fridge one more time. <laughs> so. Yeah, see, I'm not. You're right. Like, I, I've been lucky in that sense that I have a crazy high metabolism. I probably wasn't eating well, and I put on a little bit of weight. I think I mentioned to you, my my dad poked me in my stomach. Yeah, somewhere in between there, and he was yeah. like, "What is that?" And I was like, "Did my." <laughs> 65 plus year old dad just poked me in the stomach like that was a huge wake of call for me i did not like that so needless to say we're back and uh we're focused i just i, I just want to dive into a little bit more on the mental health because like what i said to you i was struggling man and it affected my relationships it like you know i remember like walking around feeling shamed almost, right? Like my body had changed for me. And that, like I said, my body changes quickly. So two, three, four months into this lethargic, slow, non-exercising window, I started to like keep my shirt on more, started to, you know, like 
leave it on later and then just scurry into bed or like, you know, like not walk around with that confidence out between the bedroom and the shower or whatever it was. Right. And it just, I felt like it's kind of like a, it's like a snowball, I guess, in a way, like it, it keeps getting worse and worse. The more you're depressed, the more you want to sit on the couch and make chips or get chips or, you know, like, you know, like it's just like this evil cycle and it, it's, it can be hard to break, man. It can be hard to break. So I just, I just want to let guys know out there that, you know, that that's kind of what I felt and went through. And I'm sure there's guys out there that feel the same way. And it's just a matter of kind of putting your head down and, and, and powering through and making that mental decision to say, you know what, let's start 1%. Let's go buy some gym shoes. Let's get a membership. Let's start walking, you know, indoors, outdoors. Let's start mixing in a salad. Let's start taking care of our nutrition. Let's start drinking more water. Let's go to bed earlier. Let's, you know, like little, little steps. We don't, we're not saying to go take care of your physical health. Like you need to jump into a high level, high intensity workout program or, you know, become a Olympic weightlifter. We're just talking about little things. And you, as you start to get the momentum, it will help you as it works negatively. Sometimes momentum, it also works in your favor when you, when you're going in the right direction. So, yeah, no, and I think that, I think before we jump to that, the, these bonus questions here, I think that is the big thing. And especially when we were talking about that 30 minutes a day or whatever we were talking about back in the day when we were talking about the avatar of the guy who's married and doesn't have time. He's got three kids. We always we always try to go for that home run. And it's like we don't have to knock everything out of the park on day one. Um, you know, you can just get a, hit a grounder, get on first, mm-hmm. you know. You know, hit a pot fly, get on this, get another teammate on the second and get yourself on first. Like, yeah. it doesn't all have to happen right away. And then by the time that you, you know, can be consistent on getting on bases, eventually knocking out of the park becomes easier once you've got on base a few times. So really? I think there's ways we can do it. Um, we're we're going to jump quick into the bonus round here. There's a couple of quick ones for you, bro. This, they're all for me? Yes, for both of us. But you, you go okay. first then. Okay, sweet. All right. Question one, abs or chest? Pick one. You can only do it for the rest of your life, one exercise. It's either abs or chest. Which one? Go. Abs. Well, like core, right? We're saying core? No, no. We're going, we're going, we're going aesthetic abs. We're not just, we're talking, core is a little bit deeper in my opinion. There's, yeah, there's, well, there's like the back, your lower back is still core too, right? So, yeah, yeah. So, no, just abs, abs or chest? <sighs> chest. Okay. Agreed. <laughs> why do you say that bud because it's it just a nice wide base of the shoulders it's a it you know you can do more i get if you were to say core obviously it's a no-brainer if you've listened to this episode but chest is it's a big muscle group it's a big muscle and it helps you like you know when you work out those big muscles you burn more calories you have more muscle mass on your body it just it's just to me it's just a, a no-brainer all right question two well, sorry, I guess I should say why I choose chest. I mean, it, I'm all about functionality, but I'm not giving up the bench press. Let's be, let's be yeah. very clear. That's my, that's my favorite exercise. Um, I've also, abs, I think for me, it, it has always been a little bit easier to get than to get a bigger chest. So I think I've just been more obsessed with with, with getting And you know what? Here's the, the secret, bro. Abs are made in the kitchen. Abs are not mm. made in the gym. You can fucking... Workout, do a thousand leg lifts and a thousand sit ups. 
yes, it will work. But if your diet isn't dialed in, forget about it, man. Abs are made in the kitchen. So that's like a, that's like a cheating answer because I'll work out my chest and then I'll just work on the diet. Because I'm telling you, I, I did it for a year, man. I worked out straight for a year. I showed up the the really weak fat guy, and a year later, I sh- left the gym the really strong fat guy. It, it, it didn't do anything for abs, so that's my. That's the correct answer. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Question two. It's a three parter: arms, shoulders, or back. One exercise for the rest of your life. Go. Back. Damn, we're we're synced up, bro. Well, Why I mean, I mean, because. Here's the other thing. I honestly, I barely work out my arms. When I, I because you do arms and shoulders too. Now, I, they're they're smaller muscles, right? And so, like, even by doing chest, you're doing arms and shoulders. By doing back, you're doing arms and shoulders. So it's yeah, it's kind of a it's a cop out, but it's the right answer because your back is super and I'm upper and lower back, man. That's a that's a big muscle that a lot of people ignore, and it can really mess with you if you don't awesome last one cardio or legs again it's same same isn't it <laughs> like well i don't know man how do you do cardio I'm, without legs like fucking arm circles or yeah but i mean like if you like for instance what i've been taught is that one of the most powerful exercises on the planet is the squat Yes, And by doing the squat, when I was my strongest, I was squatting before every workout, regardless of what the body group was. Mm. So hugely important exercise. So for me, it's squat. The cardio is great for releasing stress. So that's why it's a hard one for me. But legs being one of my weaker muscle groups, um, Always self-conscious about those skinny chicken legs. Chicken you know what I'm saying? Legs. Hey, chicken legs. <laughs> look at you. Look at you. Uh, so, and, and, and after seeing the effects on doing squats before every workout, the just difference in strength that, that came from it, it's a very challenging one for me. Yes. That's a tough question. That's a tough question. Legs are super important. They're the base. They're the core. They're the platform. They're the foundation. Um. And oftentimes by doing legs, you, your heart rate is massively elevated, more so than any other muscle group. Like you go do heavy squats, you get off that rack, you are out of breath. Like you see stars, like you are doing cardio. I'm going to take it a different way. Cardiovascular health, your heart, your lungs, your veins, your arteries, your skin. There's a lot of big organs there when you do cardio that helps. So when I think cardio, yes, legs are important, but having a healthy ticker is also very important. And having a healthy heart is a result of strong cardio. That's that's that cardio is the workout for your internal organs, for your heart, for your lungs. So it's a very tough question. It, I guess, are we going to the beach or are we talking about longevity? I guess I don't, I don't know. Right. <laughs> well, I guess the real question is, is and it comes back to the beginning of the episode. Why are you working out? Yeah. And I guess I'll leave yeah. that with each person on their own. Because that, my friends. That's the real question. Yeah. That is the real question. And, and is there a right or wrong answer? I don't know. You know what? We should bring on somebody and talk about the internal and external factors. Because I've actually spoken with people that, that understand 
and can actually like coach us through what it is and why it is and that sort of thing. So maybe we follow up. With the whole nut on me, bro. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you got you got you got experts on the matter, and here we are sitting here chopping it out. Well, it's good, you and I, you know, it's, it shows we're. Yeah, we're we're getting there. We're taking the steps. We're getting better every day. So you know what? Even just realizing that there is those two factors, you know, I mean, that's 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 big. So especially when it comes to mental health. So I, I'd be excited to talk into into depth about that. Like it, man. And that, my friends, is the show. Shout out to all my homies that are in the gym making it happen right now. Whether you're doing it for the other attracted sex look or you're doing it for yourself we got mad respect for you shout out to all the guys who are thinking about making the moves to the gym or just taking that 50 minutes at home trying to improve their daily lives and as always if you guys liked anything you heard today please like or subscribe leave us a review it really helps us out in the long run uh, and i guess with that i'll leave you with our regular saying keep that posture straight live in that moment Keep in touch with your inner swag and the Men's League crew will see you next time.